Hello there and welcome to the first podcast, the first conversation that we'll be having. Uh, Since I was young, a little backstory, since I was young, I knew that somehow I would be recording and sharing my conversations and thoughts as a radio talk show host. As a kid, that's what I related to because that's what I saw. My mom got a karaoke machine and it had a microphone and it was one of my favorite, favorite toys per se. It wasn't a toy, but that's how I played with it. I would take cassettes and record radio shows and and introduce guests and this and that and I have these recordings and it's so beautiful to see that since then I've always wanted to share my voice and share my wisdom and connect with with people. Um, So starting this podcast with that energy, allowing my inner child to live their dreams of sharing wisdom, connecting, And today's topic is the magic of life. Magic of life. Life is magical. Life is delicious. Life is beautiful. Now, mind you, I didn't think this was true in the beginning. I was one of those people that would wake up in the morning and not even open my eyes when the alarm goes off and say, fuck, I don't want to get up. Do I have to? I don't want to. Dreading, essentially dreading my day. And this happened for about 30, almost 30 years of my life. And it got to a point that I realized I don't want to be like this. A big catalyst for this thought of change was actually my daughter. My daughter was about two and a half years old, three years old at that point. I saw how beautiful and happy and vibrant she was. And all she wanted to do was connect with me and love me and play with me. And I was so caught up in the day-to-day of to-dos. I have to do this and I have to do that. I have to go to work and I have to pay my bills and I have to clean the house and I have to do all these things. And it left very, very little time for me. Or so I thought. I'm an artist. I'm a creator. I love nature. I love animals. I love beauty. I love music. And my days looked nothing like that. I was producing and just doing endless cycle, endless loop. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. It was stagnant as fuck. So stagnant. So dense. I didn't know what to do with it. But I knew that there was more to life. I'd seen it. Now, mind you, there are people, let's say, on Instagram posting beautiful pictures of them and their family and, oh, my perfect relationship. A lot of that was bullshit. 
a lot of that was not real. And at the time when I would look at these things, I found myself being envious, not in a space of possibility as in, wow, that's possible, but, oh man, look at them. I wish I had that. Why don't I have that? Oh, their life must have been easy. Oh, this, oh, that. Creating all these excuses and essentially putting myself into this victim space, victimhood. Things were happening to me as though I had no control over anything, as though these circumstances that I was dealt was the reason why that I'm in the space that I'm in now. Now, mind you, there are some Instagram accounts and influencers out there that are authentic, beautiful, inspirational, honest. So I quickly realized that I needed, I needed to shift. I was being envious, I was miserable, and I was staying in that loop. And there's no moving forward in that loop. And I started to pray, and I started to ask, please, please, God, I want my life to be better. Something has to change. And praying and praying and crying and crying because I was grumpy and moody and wasn't showing up as my best self for my daughter. You know, kids are learning their own thing. As a mother, you quickly realize that it's not just about you. You can't go take a nap because you're feeling tired. You have to take care of your beautiful child and feed them and take them out to the park and all these things. So your life no longer just becomes about you. You are now taking care of this beautiful being. And in the beginning, I saw it as very tedious, as a job, as in, uh, why didn't anyone tell me this was like this? This is tiring as fuck. And especially being a single parent, I had separated and gotten divorced from my ex-husband. And when I had my daughter, which we had 50-50 custody, I took care of her and it was by myself. I didn't have family. They were all in Guatemala. I was in Jacksonville, Florida, and everything was really tiring. Well, God answered my prayers and in the form of my friend Estefania, my beautiful friend Estefania, she had decided to start doing this WhatsApp group, this 21-day uh, manifestation um, practice. So she picked out a couple of her friends and invited them to the space. And she said that we listened to Earl Nightingale, The Strangest Secret, and to listen to it 21 days straight and do what it said and keep consistent with it. And Earl Nightingale's Strangest Secret and to summarize, really, really summarize, is ask and you shall receive. And what you're asking for, have a clear vision of what it is that you want for yourself. Clear vision. He describes it as being the captain of your ship, which is your life. And if you don't know what you want, then you don't know where to steer that ship. You're just kind of wandering. It made complete sense. In the simplest way, it made complete sense. I had no clear vision of what I wanted for my life. 
So at that point when I was listening, he had us list out the things that we envisioned, that we wanted for ourselves. What, what do we want in our life? If we could choose anything, what would we want? So I started with the basics, which is happiness. I wanted happiness. I wanted to wake up in the morning, stretch out my arms, feel this deliciousness in my heart and say, I fucking love my life. I love my life. My life is delicious. I love my friends. I love my job. I love everything about my life. And that's how I started. I started with that simple feeling of joy because I had no real idea of what I wanted in life. I really didn't. I was at a point where I was just surviving and I just wanted to enjoy life at minimum. So I set that. I set that as one of my visions. I also had started to get into ecstatic dance and that whole community cacao which is a heart opener and I really resonated with the freedom of ecstatic dance the beautiful community of dancing with other individuals that are there on their own journey that respect you see you as a sovereign being and just want to love you so I also incorporated that I incorporated that I wanted to do sound healings as well as cacao ceremonies and be a part of an ecstatic dance community. I also listed that I wanted a beautiful house and um, and some other things as well. I listed out a bunch of things. Some of those things seemingly superficial as a car that, you know, was a newer model. Not even new, but a newer model. Um and house and you know this amount of money and all these things and as I started doing the practice every day of listening to Earl Nightingale and looking at these things that I wanted to manifest into my life and when I looked at these things it was very key that I needed to be in a state of gratitude and it was very hard in the beginning. In the beginning, I would look at these things that I wanted and immediately the inner voice was like, oh, you're never going to get that. Oh, who are you? You don't know anything. The inner critic started coming out, the doubt. So when these things would come in, you had to stop what you were doing and go back to a place of gratitude and hold these beautiful visions of yourself with gratitude and love in your heart for at least 30 seconds seems easy but it was not within seven seconds the little voices would come into my head i started listening to abraham hicks uh she's a beautiful channel for abraham and she she pinpointed these thoughts that whenever these thoughts of doubt came in do not hold it for more than two seconds because if not, it tailspins and it amplifies. So listening to a lot of Abraham Hicks, listening to Earl Nightingale for 21 days, once the 21 days hit, I did it even longer. Because in the beginning, I found myself going into the self-doubt really quickly. And I wanted at least 21 days solid of beautiful thought, inspiration, joy, love, 
just clear vision, clear, beautiful vision. I think I ended up doing it for about 45 days. And after the 45 days, I felt so great. I felt so great. I, mind you, I was not at that point yet. I didn't manifest everything that I had envisioned in those 45 days, but something started to happen. I started becoming very aware of the world around me. Things were happening. Magical things were happening, as in connections and conversations that I would have. I started meeting my tribe in that time. I started meeting other like-minded individuals. I no longer felt alone. And that was one of the things that I had asked for, for a tribe. So I started finding these communities and from there started to put things into practice. It first started with a spoken word um, community event where we can come and and share our poetry and thoughts and whatnot. And I decided to bring my my story and a practice called Ho'opono Ono, which is a Hawaiian prayer of I am I'm sorry, thank you, please forgive me, I love you. And these four statements resolve so many things in our lives from people that have wronged us to people that we've wronged to situations that we wish that we could have said more, said less. It resolves all these things. So it really, really helped me to look at each individual person and situation in my life and do the whole po'ono'ono prayer with it. And first and foremost, saying it to myself, forgiving myself, loving myself, thanking myself, saying I'm sorry to myself for putting myself through all these things. It's about forgiveness, not being hard on yourself. So slowly, it started to unravel this density, this hard density that I had started to soften. And I started to see the different pieces of it and started to take it apart little by little, one by one. It started with language, very aware of the language that I would use throughout the day, only using empowering language, not using things like I tried or I hope or I can't. Taking those completely out of my vocabulary does not exist. Harder than it seems because sometimes these programs run so deep, we just automatically respond with these things. So becoming very aware and very conscious of my language it's like I had, you could use the word control. I was controlling my language. At that point, my language was running amok, amok, running around saying I can'ts and I shoulds and, and putting all this pressure. And your word is your creation. You speak the words that you wish to manifest. And taking apart these layers envisioning what it is that I want for my life, feeling immense amounts of gratitude throughout the day, constant gratitude, not because I wanted to, but because I knew I had to. I had to reset the programming in my body because our bodies and our minds are beautiful machinery, beautiful programs. You can think of it as a supercomputer. The experiences that you go through set a new program in your in your subconscious, in your conscious state. Your body is is made to survive. So if something, a situation in the past, 
caused you harm, it will trigger it in the present day to say, beep, 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 beep. That looks very similar to the situation that you experienced five years ago. Don't, don't do it. And to a certain extent, this is great. You know, it helped me survive. But when I was looking to not survive and more so thrive, it was actually hindering me. It was keeping me back. And I was no longer growing. I was surviving. I was in a loop, not expanding, not going out of my comfort zone. I was just surviving. So that quickly needed to change. So changing my language, changing what I ate, I went plant-based. 100% plant-based. Plants, 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 plants. If I could get it from my garden, even better. The nutrients and electricity that was still in the plants is just incredible for your body. I started sun gazing. Look it up. It is wonderful. There's a lot of naysayers on it, but if you do it safely, as in the first 20 minutes of when the sun rises, when it's still a deep orange, it's incredible. I felt so much energy. So slowly but surely, my body started to shift. All these programs that were so deeply instilled from this lifetime, other lifetimes, generations, were breaking apart. And I realized that things were changing and it was really fucking scary. And at the same time, the people around me didn't understand. My friends, my coworkers, my way of life just was not, just didn't feel good anymore. It felt like I was forcing myself to live a life that I didn't want. It was forcing me to hang out with people that were drinking all the time, that were gossiping all the time, that had all these negative thought patterns, and it was exhausting to listen to. And then I had to make the next choice, which was... I have to separate myself from all of this because it's part of my environment. And if these things I'm changing within myself, I'm allowing other people to be around me and speak the way I choose not to speak, do the things I choose not to do. What good is it? It's not encouraging me. So I had to go into hermit mode. Hermit mode is separating yourself from everyone and anything and... And it's very lonely. I didn't have any friends. I stopped watching cable, stopped listening to the radio. I was determined that every single thing that I would listen to, see, would be empowering and would be loving. And let's be honest, majority of the things on the radio are disempowering, filled with fear. Most of the things on TV and movies are disempowering, filled with fear. So it was a no-brainer, but I was alone. I felt isolated. I started looking for musicians and artists that were mostly instrumental, were empowering, and I'm so thankful I was able to find some, like Porangi, P-O-R-A-N-G-U-I. He's an incredible artist. His music is truly medicine. And just listening to his music my body started to recalibrate. I began moving freely. My mind was at peace. My heart was filled with love. 
And I later realized that we as humans, we are vibration. And music is vibration. So when we listen to music that is empowering and beautiful, it is sound meeting sound, which is your body. So when you feed your body these beautiful sounds and these beautiful vibrations, you help it recalibrate. You help it align to this beautiful music. And that music now becomes your life. So all these things created the magic of my life. First layer. Just the first layer. Because it goes so much deeper than that. There were days that I woke up and I woke up feeling some type of way. A lot of anxiety, a lot of anger for no reason. Because my diet was good. I didn't have any altercations and arguments with anyone. But I had a lot of energy inside me that had not been resolved from past situations, past thoughts, experiences. So each day that I would wake up and feel some type of way, I would quickly go into ceremony. And going into ceremony is creating a sacred space for yourself. Some people have altars. At that time, I didn't have an altar. I would just sit in my room, light a candle, put some incense or some essential oils. I would put some beautiful music. I would smoke a little marijuana to get me into a different space. And I would dance. I would dance. I would breathe deeply. I would scream. I would make noises. I would cry just to get this energy out. It later evolved into me creating an altar for myself. A beautiful altar with beautiful elements, wood and stone and water and feathers, beautiful crystals, pictures of my ancestors, a picture of my young self, these beautiful relics of indigenous times, just beautiful things and I would sit in front of this altar and I had started working with a plant medicine called hape and hape is a tobacco snuff that clears your energy energetic field in the physical realm it clears your sinuses it clears sinus infections it's it's beautiful in the spirit realm it clears your energy So any mind chatter that I would have, any lower density feelings of anger and sadness, I would feel just dissipate. And sometimes it would dissipate in the form of me just crying. I would do the hape, which you blow up your nose, and immediately start crying and wailing. I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm tired of this and that and that and that and... I want to feel this and I want to feel strength and love and joy. I want to love my life. I want to da 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 da. And I was asking and praying. And through this practice of going into ceremony when I would feel some type of way, instead of sitting with it, instead of numbing it with alcohol, that's the other key point that I'm going to quickly talk about. I had to stop numbing. When I started this whole process, I had to stop numbing. I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped smoking marijuana. It wasn't until later in my practice that I brought marijuana back. Um, It's now out again, and I believe it's going to stay out for a very long time. I am 
in a space where I want to be 100% conscious. And I have plant medicines that if I want to be in a different state, I can be in a sacred space because that's what I choose to be. When I'm enjoying music, it's sacred and beautiful. It's ecstasy without taking the ecstasy. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing to not need anything exterior for my own happiness and peace. So taking away these crutches in the beginning was really hard especially the alcohol, because all of a sudden these feelings that I was pushing back all of a sudden came out and I was depressed for at least two weeks after I stopped drinking alcohol. It was uncomfortable. But once I got past these two weeks, continuing my self-care practice within those things, you know, beautiful spiritual cleanse baths. At first it started just with some Epsom salt and beautiful rose petals, incense, and going out in nature, treating myself to some delicious vegan food, because at that point I didn't want to cook. (laughs) So once I took out all these numbing factors, I saw really what was there, and now I could tackle it. So peeling back layers by layers, going into ceremony with hape, prayer, it evolved my life into something magical. And I wanted to share this with you because if it was possible for me, it sure as hell is possible for you. It's possible for you. I know it. Because I was in a space that I know many of you are in. And I have to tell you, it's a lie. Don't fucking believe it. It's a big fucking lie. Big fucking lie. And it's a lie that you told yourself. It's a lie that other people told you. Especially family. I love family, but at the same time, they have the programs that they instilled in you, and that's why you feel and think the way you do, because you learned from them. So don't listen to your family. Don't listen to your friends, supposed friends. They probably mean well. They probably love you. But they are running from their own programs of self-limiting beliefs, disempowerment, victimhood. And they have their own journey to go through. We come into this world alone and we leave into this world alone. In between, we enjoy life in this journey. But remember, first and foremost, this is about you. Even though I had a daughter, I knew this was just about me. I had to get myself right before I could even think about being an example for my daughter. I had to be the best version of myself for me before I could be the best version of myself for her. So this being a gentle reminder that if any of this resonated with you, if any of these things sparked something in you, whether it made you cry, whether it made you angry, acknowledge it and inquire. What is it about her words that made me cry? What is it about her words that made me angry? Is it something that you've been bottling up inside? Is it a lie that you've been telling yourself and you just so want to hold on to it because... To let go of it is to admit that 
you have to change, that you have to do better. Don't put fault and blame onto yourself. You did what you could with what you had. And that's all you could ask for. Now you know better. Now you know different. Now you know there's the possibility of different. There just needs to be this extreme transformation, this extreme ferocity towards life and wellness and joie de vivre, the joy of life. It is possible for you. It is possible for everyone. Just how badly do you want it? What are you willing to do? Are you willing to change your life? Are you willing to leave your friends and your family? Are you willing to go through loneliness, seemingly loneliness, because you're never alone? I quickly realized in this journey that I was not alone, that I had assistance from God, from my higher self, from angels. I then connected to my ancestors. I had assistance from my ancestors, my bloodline, the people that came before me, whose blood I carry, whose trauma I carried. Because science has now proven that we carry down from past generations in our DNA, depression, mental illness, and depression, mental illness, etc., etc., physical ailments, at the end of the day is energy. So if we carry down the energy of our ancestors, that means that this energy that they felt is within us, is not our own. So don't think that you're going crazy. Know that you're carrying big burdens and that you have everything that you need to break through and become your best self. You don't even know what it looks like because it's so different from anything that you've ever felt. It's going to feel strange. It's going to feel uncertain. It's going to feel scary because the unknown is scary. Our bodies are made to fear the unknown because they can't control it. It can't keep us safe. But if you keep love in your heart and gratitude in your heart and you trust that everything is happening for you and not to you, switching that mentality, going into that space, miracles start to happen. You quickly see the synchronicities. You quickly align with people who are doing the work that you're doing and you start to feel supported. You bring in what you want. This life is magical. This life is filled with love. This life is filled with joy. It's a beautiful, beautiful journey. Once you get past the hard stuff in the beginning, the breaking, the breaking down, it gets easier. And then there are new aspects of your life that you've never even touched, that all of a sudden you're breaking through these limiting beliefs that you can create your own business. You can be a leader. You can help others. But rewinding back, it first starts with you. You are magnificent. You are divine. You are a creator. You are a creatrix. You are made in the image of source. 
You are incredible. Keep that in your heart and know it to be truth. And let that be the fuel that keeps you moving forward. Because ask and you shall receive. It's a fucking guarantee. Sending you so much love. Until the next time. I love you. Blessed be.